beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome to Real Presence Radio, Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson, and I'm joined by my co-host. And we are so grateful that you're with us this morning. We have an incredible show coming up. Uh, We just have awesome guests this morning on a beautiful, sunny day in the Fargo-Moorhead area. Um, Across our listening area, we have been so gray and cloudy, so to have the sunshine is just truly amazing. Oh, yeah, it's awesome, and I'm loving having spring in. January and February already in our area. <laughs> I know. I was playing in my yard yesterday and cleaning up some fall cleanup that I hadn't gotten to, and my neighbor's out in the yard, and it was just great to be able to visit with the neighbor. Yeah, this is just a, a winter unlike anything I've ever known. I'm sure it's the same for everyone in our listening area. This is, by my standards, I'm loving this. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember uh, back in the 80s, there was a January like this, because I remember exactly where I was doing a lot of hiking at the Wildlife Refuge. And so I know it's happened before, but I'm really loving it too. I'm, I'm with you. God is good. This <laughs> he, is great. He is. And with that, let's let's start with a prayer so we can get on to our wonderful guests this morning. But uh, this prayer that's really touched my heart this morning Um, I hope that it touches yours as well. Um, It just is something that God has put on my heart this morning. And um, I just feel a real need, a real need to to give this focus this morning. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, you created everything good. Everything wonderful that you have blessed us with comes from you. Please help us as Catholics, as Christians, to really take these blessings, these goods that you have given us, and use them for your glory. Please help us and guide us, Lord God, in a world that is so full of conflict and so much on edge, whether it's within our family homes, whether it's in our parishes, whether it's in our communities or among nations. We need to turn back and understand every blessing comes from you and that our faith is nothing if we don't work for the common good, if we don't use the gifts that you've given us to help lift others up. So please help us, Lord God, to be very intentional, to be very intentional with those gifts, to pray for our enemies, to pray for those we love, and to use all gifts to help lift all boats. Through your name, through your name, Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That was beautiful, Janine. Thank you so much for leading us in that this morning. It just really troubles me. No matter where you turn, it's like there's such unnecessary pain mm-hmm. that's going mm-hmm. on in the world, and that if we as Catholics could just really understand our role mm-hmm. in in His divine providence, our role in His salvation plan. You know, right out of the gates, we yes. messed up with Cain and Abel, right? Right. right. <laughs> you know, it's nothing new. 
It's yep. just new vehicles to use to create chaos. Amen. And that is really the mission of Real Presence Radio, right? We're here to help invite all of us, all of us into discovering our role in God's plan and the, and the absolute profound goodness and faithfulness that we have in the loving Father that has uh, created and fashioned all things for eternal life with him, all of us. So kind of on that point, uh, the fact that Real Presence Radio is, is here for this mission, we have a fabulous first guest. We have Cy Kellett, the, the host that many of you are familiar with from Real Presence, or I'm sorry, from Catholic Answers Live. Uh, good morning to you, Cy. Thanks for being with us this morning. Good morning. I hope I'm a fabulous guest. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> well, we are just tickled to have you, that's for sure. Um, what's it like in your area these days? Rainy. We get we got a rainy winter going, yeah. <laughs> going down here. Yeah, I mean, I hate to talk about weather because I know, uh, you know, uh, Southern California is a little bit blessed in that area. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, just a rainy winter. Oh, but you guys really needed it. So that's a blessing too, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, not with the flash flooding and stuff right, in right. San Diego. Obviously, that's not good. But uh, no, we we need rain. Yes, you are you are correct about that. We need rain. Yeah, we're both kind of on opposite ends here. We're used to such bitter cold and uh, devastation this time of year, and we're getting the sunshine. I have to confess, I'm a little bit anxious about the lack of precipitation that we've, we're getting around here and that we've gotten for the last few years, and it's, uh, it's somewhat the opposite for you guys these days. Um, but I, like you said, uh, we don't want to start this whole thing all about weather, right? We've got more <laughs> important things to talk about. Amen. So, Cy, si, we want to hey. welcome you back to Real Presence Live. It's always, always such a blessing to have you with us. Uh, could you just remind our listeners what it is you do with Catholic Answers and what this apostolate is all about? Sure, yeah, Catholic Answers is, I mean, I started sometime in the late uh, 70s or early 80s. Nobody even remembers the exact start date. <laughs> uh, and, and the whole idea of it is um, just to answer questions about the faith, to basically explain and defend the Catholic faith. And it's part of a, a kind of a movement that came, uh, it, it started maybe 30, 40 years after the Second Vatican Council to to defend the faith. It's called the New Apologetics Movement, really, and it's the idea that it's not um, insulting to other people to explain our faith. You know, it's mm-hmm. not, we're not getting in the way of ecumenism, we're not, uh, we're not uh, somehow being bad citizens. So this kind of confidence grew that we need to be able to, to give a reason for the hope that's within us, and, and so that's what Catholic Answers is, is an apostle that's part of that that movement, that new apologetics movement, and, uh, and and one of the things that we do is the radio show, Catholic Answers Live. Yeah, and it's a fantastic radio show, and you have so many wonderful uh, guests and hosts um, that are part of that apostolate, and it is really important that when you talk about defending, you know, because again, that's kind of a word that can be taken out of context, right, um, in a negative way, but it's just to help teach right? Help teach the truth, beauty, and goodness of our faith so that others can go out and when people ask them about what it is they believe, they have the tools in their toolbox to help, you know, share that beauty, that goodness, and that truth. That's exactly it. And there's a kind of, um, I I think especially, uh, you know, I, I was born in the 60s, and so I was in catechism class in the 70s, and I can tell you there was a kind of loss of the content of the faith mm-hmm. in, in, the teach, in, in teaching young people. 
And so I think we have some generations that missed the content of the faith. I think people really wanted to communicate the the love of the faith, but they they did. There was a kind of mistake I think that we made as a church in not communicating communicating the content that people could could talk about their faith, could defend it, could share it with other people. And so I do think part of the new apologetics movement is making up for some of the the catechesis shortcomings that we had for generations in the Church. Absolutely. You know, it, this is interesting, Cy, because you're, you're coming to the Fargo area for a fundraising banquet here on February 26th, and we're going to talk about that more a little bit later, including how people can uh, sign up or be a host of a table and those sorts of things. But this morning, I really want the bulk of our conversation to be about... Um, the modern era and progress. And, and I think this, this ties very much into what you're just saying about the lack of education, the lack of formation of Catholics. We don't know how to think about our faith. We don't know, honestly, how to think about reality as a whole. Um, so as we look around us, somewhere we took a left turn, um, and we continue to drive in the wrong direction, don't we? Well, yes, and I think part of it is that the, one of the qualities of the modern world, one of the features of the modern world is that it invades... Uh, communities, that it, you know, the, the Pope that we have now, Pope Francis, has talked about this kind of intellectual and cultural colonialism, where it, it's hard to live in the modern world and not have it interrupt smaller communities, like families and parishes and towns. and that, that So I, I do think we didn't, nobody was really prepared for that. Nobody was prepared for the fact that you know, where the family was this formation place where children could be formed, now came radio and television and Internet into the very context of the family, right into the home, and disrupted the ability of parents to form children. And we haven't really figured out how to how to keep children safe in that. I mean, these, these, these kind of... Um, interviews that they did in the Senate yesterday with the social media guys uh, and, and women, too, the, the leaders of these companies, it gives a sense of how desperate people feel that I this is interrupting my own family life. It's, it's not like, well, if you don't like it, ignore it. Well, how are you going to ignore the modern world? Mm-hmm. And, and so the formation of children was taken out of the hands of parents and schools and parishes and put in the hands of people who make television and radio and all of that. And so we, we kind of got robbed uh, of, this, of these kind of intimate settings where formation could happen and things could be settled before children were sent out into the world. And we're still figuring out how to deal with that. We, nobody has the answer about how to deal with that. Yeah, that's... Um that's very real. You know, I teach eighth graders, and last night I had my eighth graders, and we're talking about the common good and, and so on and so forth. And they're, and to really discern, you know, whatever vocation they choose in their life, that we're all part of building the common good. And, and, and you do have, you have kids now that can't read at that level, you know, um, so we can't read, <laughs> you know, and then, so then you have dialogue, but then, you know, listening skills, you know, it, it's just like there's this, there's this disconnect, and then, of course, cell phones, you know, and it's like, I have one kid say, you know, I don't think there's anything I can do to get written up in this class, <laughs> you know, there's this disconnect, parents drop them off, but are they being able to teach at home, what is going on, you know, in, 
in our world that as young as 11-year-olds now are very ideological and very, you know, I mean, as young as 11. So that's not being taught necessarily in the home. That's being, like you say, with the radio, the Internet, the TV, these outside forces um, that are kind of canceling the American mind, so to speak. And I'm sure that's not just a, a phenomenon in the U.S., no, it's it's not, and, and it's anywhere you go. And the the thing that that's I think that we finally figured out though, and and you're doing it every morning on Catholic Radio is you just have to have a confident Christian voice in the midst of all of that. Mm. It's like a light or a beacon that people are attracted to. It's got to be there, and. This is something we Catholics finally learned about 25 years ago when we started to build these Catholic radio networks. It was that, that we don't have to dominate the whole dial. We don't have to take over the world. We have to be there. And if we're there, the light of the gospel has a chance. And so that's, and that's one of the reasons why I'm just a huge supporter of Catholic radio. I mean, there's self-interest in it because I do Catholic radio, mm-hmm. but there's also, I, I am convinced that we finally figured something out with Catholic Radio, building these, and it was lay people who have done it, have built these Catholic Radio networks that we've learned, we, we've got to put the beacon of the gospel there to draw people, you know, to, to, to invite people, to explain and defend so that they don't live in a kind of ignorance of the gospel that you would get if you just got the you know, I got my idea of what a Christian is from television kind of thing. We can't allow that uh, for for Christ to be defined by, uh, you know, Netflix. Yeah, it's so true. You know, we have about a minute for, before the break. Um, so we're going to probably have to piggyback on both sides of the break because we've gained so many things, you know, in this world. We've had incredible progress, you know, in combating poverty. You think of 1890, 90% of the world was in extreme poverty, and now today it's less than 9%. And that's with material goods and things like this. But the spiritual poverty is what we're really, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to focus on, right? Because in order to use use those gifts that, you know, this lack of poverty, (laughs) we need to be able to give glory to God with that. So, When we come back on the other side of the break, let's talk about that. You know, while we have gained many things, the most serious loss in this progress is the loss of Christ. And so we're going to take a quick break. But on the other side, please come back and join us with Cy Kellett as we talk about these important issues. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. Hi, this is Ben Frost from Holy Spirit Church in Virginia, Minnesota. I work with adult evangelization. I'm also a father of five children. And for me, I'm just so blessed to have Real Presence Radio in our area. 
because the reality is, is life gets very busy. Uh, the many blessings of working in the church and also raising five children and being a husband. But sometimes I just need times to refuel and to just be present to the Lord. So for me, it's just such a blessing to go into my car in the busyness of my day and to turn on Real Presence Radio. And it really renews me. It fills me with the Holy Spirit. It helps me to be a better father, helps me to be a better husband, and it helps me to be a better worker for our church. So I'm just very blessed that we have Real Presence Radio and we continue just to pray for the Lord's blessings and support for all of their amazing work. What if you could earn a degree that offers the best of both worlds, an MBA and a master's degree in philosophy? The University of Mary offers one degree that combines world-class business training with a careful study of life's deepest questions through their combined MBA, MA, and philosophy program. By earning one degree in both philosophy and business online, you will rigorously engage the big ideas needed to address professional challenges. Visit catholicprofessional.life. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey there, welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're Brad Gray and Janine Bitson here, and we're having a fantastic conversation with Cy Kellett, the famous host of Catholic Answers Live. We're, we're just so blessed to have you on this morning, Cy. So thank you for taking the time to be with us. I'm so grateful to get to be, have the time, and I'm grateful to get to come there. You know, I already got to come up to North Dakota in December, and now I'm coming in February, and the best time to come uh, to North Dakota, uh, December and February. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you haven't really come to North Dakota unless you've come somewhere in that stretch, December to February. Yeah, we were going to talk yeah. about right reason. I don't know. That kind of is contrary. <laughs> You know, Cy, you're, you're a busy guy, and you have, you're all over the place, and I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of desire to have you multiple places at, multiple places at once, but I was just thinking about this this morning. Like, like, if someone were to make an exact copy of you, it could be really devastating. It would be a real devastation, because that would be a cyclone. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> it's too early in the morning for that. He is on the West Coast. <laughs> I did uh, not know where that was going. And then <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very sorry about that. Like I said, Brad is back. Watch out. Oh, goodness. Um, well, you know, we, before the break, we were talking about how we've gained so many things, you know, and poverty in the world has drastically been diminished. And we have so much. We have, we're so plentiful in, in good gifts from God. Um, but, you know, with every good gift, it can be used in bad ways, you know, right? We can go back through history, dynamite, invented for good, you know, save people's backs, you know, but it's used for bad. So, so how, what is the thing that, the most serious loss that we've encountered in this great progress that our world has made? Well, you know, I think that this that, that you can kind of see a decline, a, a series of losses. And one of the things that you can notice it in is if you just look at the um, art of painting. That that the, the is painting better? Did it get better in the modern world or not? And you see, no. It's a, it's I, like I went to this museum up, uh, that they have up in Pasadena, 
where the, the art is arranged by centuries. Mm-hmm. And you can see in the 20th century, something went wrong. Like, yes. you can pretend like this is great painting, but it's not great painting. Something's wrong with the, with the, with the major art movements of the 20th century. And so you, 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 have, you do have to ask, well, what's, what's the nature of the decline? Something, while all this is being gained, something is being lost. And that, I do think we can connect to the, the horror of the Second World War mm. and then the immediate rise of television after the horror of the Second World mm. War. So we never process the traumas of the Second World War. We never kind of rebuilt the world that, that was capable of doing the things that we did in the Second World War. Um, you know, you, uh, you just to, the Holocaust is an, an, an unbelievable trauma right. to, the, to the world that, that humans had become capable of doing these things. We never processed that. We just turned on the TV. Uh, around 1950, you know, the television became prevalent in American life, and we never woke up from the television. We began to spend hours and hours and hours that the average person of, of you know, school age is spending seven hours a day being entertained by a screen in one way or another. Mm. Seven hours a day is, is, a, is a mind-altering experience. So we lost contact with reality. And that's, I, this is the thing that I, I try to stress whenever I'm out speaking to groups is like, you can't have a society that will deny that a pregnant woman has a baby inside of her unless that society already lost touch with reality before you began to make that argument. You can't have a society where where boys and girls no longer exist, where those are somehow you're doing an evil by, by saying a child is a boy or a girl, unless you already destroyed people's capacity to just take a breath and experience reality. So we have come, we've, we've lost touch with the real world and real things, and so everything is pretend, and this is a very dangerous situation for the human soul. I think you're right on. I mean, the, the, that losing touch with the reality is, like, with, the modern man has come to basically think that reality has no nature of its own. It is entirely and utterly malleable. In fact, when you were talking about the art of the 20th century, I just had a course at uh, the beginning of last month at the Theology of the Body Institute on the way of beauty. And it traced um, art and how you know, there was a movement here in the last 100 years to uh, divorce beauty and art, uh, or art from beauty and art from communicating an actual truth or goodness. And so they have a, an instance, like there was a, a British man who put a urinal up there as a piece of art. There was another woman that, that had just her unmade bed uh, as, as a piece of art. And she was being interviewed, and, and the interviewer said, so what, what makes this art? And she said, because I say it is. Uh, and so it is like, yeah. there's, no, there's no mooring in Real, like reality isn't a thing itself that I'm beholden to. I fashion it entirely, right? Yes, that's and, exactly right, and and that's that's modernism, and we are deeply afflicted by it. I mean, it's in our buildings, it's in our, it's in the way we construct the world that we live in, and it's in these artificial worlds uh, that we construct where people are just seduced away from the beauty of 
you know, plants and sunlight and air and all the things that constitute God's direct gifts to us, we turn away from and go into these artificial worlds. In, in worlds that we personally create, not that what God has created. Yeah. A- amen, yeah, right. Right, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's not, it's not inherently wrong. It's that, as Pope Paul VI said, um, in, a, in a great letter, Evangelii Nunciandi, uh, uh, I think was the name of it. Yep. The, the, and, and he said, you know, we've moved from the era of the word into the era of the image. And mm-hmm. that's the problem, is that when we communicated with one another with words, we were able to have conversations. You can't converse with an image. You are, in many ways, you're just the victim of an image. You, the thing that you you see on the screen is such an immediate experience. There is no dialogue with it in the way that there's a dialogue with a book or a dialogue with a person in conversation. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, that's so important. I, I know my uh, husband has done a study with college students, um, and, and there's just such a uh, incredible um, lack of being able to communicate with one another in our society today. It's turned our conversations have turned into screens or little mini sound bites. You know, you thought email was bad. Well, texting is really bad. Hmm. <laughs> you know, you can't. Yeah. You know, there's so much things that can be taken out of context uh, in just such a short message, and we're not not communicating, having dialogue. You're absolutely right. So, Sai, how can we rebuild a society that is fit for us? And and if so, how can we do that? And what role do we play as everyday Catholics? Well, you, you know, the, uh, one of the wonderful things about the Catholic faith is how much it loves reality. I mean, mm-hmm. how much it loves the stuff of the earth. It loves the human body. Uh, it loves the, the highest spiritual things, and all of this is related to the incarnation of God and the person of Jesus Christ. And so, you know, after the incarnation, over the centuries, music changes and and painting changes, and uh, because there's this, and, and science certainly changes because there's this love of the world as God's creation, and so we we. Uh, the answer is so simple in a sense that we almost reject it, in that it really is a re-encounter with the person of Jesus, a re-encounter with the incarnate God, the God who became a man so that he could befriend other human beings, so that he could talk, have conversations, share meals uh, with us, because these are the ways that uh, he, in, in the highest possible way, he became this low creature so that he could draw all the normal things, all the everyday things, up into the divine life. And so we just have to remember our faith. It's as basic as that. It's as basic as remembering that God in Jesus Christ loves us in a physical way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How else can you put it? That's physical love. He To touch, to, to, to heal, to converse with. It's a physical friendship that uh, God offers us in the person of Jesus. And so um, we've got to do the thing of turning all of these um, of, of, the, of these means, you know, what, all these electronic means. They, they, we need to proclaim Christ there, like you're doing every morning on the air, so that the, the kind of beacon of light can be flashing to draw people back out of 
artificial worlds and artificial realities into the reality that actually saves, which is the physical world in which God has made himself present. God has, he hasn't despised it, he hasn't turned against it, he hasn't called us out of it. He's called us into it because he came into it. So, uh, yeah. That is, that, that is absolutely right on, Sai. I mean, I think there's, there's this reality that, um, for one thing, the emperor can only walk around with no clothes for so long before he starts to feel the breeze and yeah. starts to get sunburned, right? And we have, we have a, a people that uh, Good like, you, you can only you can only live in a facade for so long, and and that's we're experiencing that already. And I think uh, I was just with a group of guys that yesterday we were doing some lexio divina on, on Sunday's gospel coming up, and there was uh, a couple different spots there. <clears throat> I think it was the uh, was it the healing of. Uh, it, was, it was Jesus going out and ministering to, to people late at night, healing, de- driving out demons and everything. And uh, it says all the whole place came out to Jesus. The whole place was there. And then the next day, uh, he's going off to pray, and Peter comes up to him with the guys. He's like, you know, everyone's looking for you. And it, it just kind of hit me with this fact that, like, everyone is made for God. You can only, you can only squash it so much. You can only hold it back so long, but every one of us is made for that. And sorry, we're having an awesome conversation, but you're coming here on February 26th to, uh, to talk with us about these realities for this Real Presence Radio fundraiser banquet. We've just got like a minute left, but could you tell us a little bit about that and why someone should come out? Well, I mean, one reason to come out is to gather with other people who are doing exactly this, supporting this beacon of light in a world that's, that's turning dark, but also to remember the joy of the faith, remember it as as Saint Peter experienced it, as, just as you just described. Peter, uh, you know, Mark's gospel is in many ways the gospel of Peter. It's a gospel about Peter's experience of Jesus, and we'll look there and and try to uncover this primordial, original joy at the coming of the person of Jesus. It's it and, and, and the way that it shatters illusions and brings people. To face to face with the reality of God's love, and and then heals and heals and heals. The healing of Jesus is amazing, and we've got to invite people to it. Absolutely, like I say, if if anyone has ever gone to a Real Presence Radio banquet, you know it's like everyone, every Catholic on the planet is at this thing. It's I mean, <laughs> at just, least in the area, <laughs> it feels like it, uh, and it's just it is such a powerful experience. I really, if you haven't already registered to join, uh, I really invite you to do that. We have information to share. Um, Probably on the other side of the break, we'll talk about how to become table hosts, how to get signed up for, for the banquet. But, Sai, we are so pumped to have you come and to just have this celebration of our faith, of the ways that God continues to minister to, to us through our Catholic faith and especially through the means of Catholic Radio. Praise God. Amen. I can't wait to come. I've, I've come to one, and it was one of the best nights of my year, so I can't wait to come again. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Sai. Yep. All right. Thank you both. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, We are going to have to step away, but coming up on Real Presence Live, it's an opportunity to give from your heart, supporting one or several Catholic apostolates in our area. And later, it's an incredible movement that isn't just rebuilding parish life. It's having a significant impact on major statistics like divorce rate in major cities. All this and much more on Real Presence Live on the other side of this break.